No, it's because uh, it's because you had to talk to me, and I started opening up the plot holes. My cynicism got to yeah. you. All right, no one talked to John ever about stuff. Just get yeah, recommendations from him. Again That's about all. The things that we love. John, you can never ever talk to me about Spice and Wolf ever. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you about Spice and Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, no. at this part where Lawrence. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the uh. effect I have on anime and people. everyone and welcome to anime club after dark's movie reviews a spoiler-free discussion detailing the good the bad and the downright ridiculous of anime movies i'm your host alex but you can call me senpai and join me tonight i have our czar of source material john what oh shit we're recording <laughs> yes we are <laughs> wake up john it's too early for this <laughs> and our boy Shinoda, whose nickname is still t your nickname is just tbd that's literally your nickname now. You figure out what it stands for. Ten big dicks. Wow. Okay. That, there you go. <laughs> Not yet, but you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna swing by one of the <laughs> hey, colleges that are here. Jenoda, don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> oh no! Don't let your memes be memes, bro. <laughs> Though you know what I'm gonna have all to right. figure out at that time what all their names are. Mm. Speaking of which. Good luck, because that's what we're actually talking about tonight. We have gotten together to talk about, uh, well, I think it's an anime movie that a lot of you weebs out there probably heard of. It's called Your Name, Kimi no Nawa. Um, one of the biggest things to come out of 2016. This is actually one of the bigger anime uh, events that happened right after we started the podcast back at the very end of uh, 2015 into 2016. That and fucking ReZero. <laughs> what, a, what a year. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're gonna. It's a spoiler free review, so if you haven't seen it, hey, you can still stay around. Maybe you'll be convinced to watch it or not. Who knows? Um, so I want to go ahead and start off as I do with every uh, movie review with some of like the introductory stuff. So uh, this is yet another Makoto Shinkai movie. We are on a fucking mission here to just review every single one of his movies, I guess. Um, Who chose also this? Also written me, uh, Chinoda. This oh, is Chinoda actually Chinoda's chose. choice. Okay. Shinoda chose this because he's one of the like five people on Earth that haven't seen this movie yes. yet. Oh, I boy. literally never watched it before, and like I finished watching it an hour ago. So I am. Yeah. This is hot off the presses. This is nice. fresh in his mind. Okay, fresh. Um, so yeah, it was uh, both directed and written by Makoto Shinkai. He was also the principal uh, editor uh, of this movie and chief cinematographer. So he literally did. Uh, everything uh, <laughs> uh produced by comics wave films uh the film itself was first screened on july 3rd 2016 at anime expo um and then it was released theatrically in japan uh later that year on august 26th uh in order to qualify for the upcoming academy awards the film was released for just a single week uh the first week of december in 2016 uh in a couple of theaters in la and then the film received a broad uh, north american release on april 7th 2017 um did the film believe did the film oh, win any academy awards 
No, it was not even nominated. Yikes. <laughs> to be fair, Damn. it's not like not, the Academy not only did it not matter. It's all BS. Yeah, t- not not I mean, only did fair. it not win, it was not even nominated. Fair. Um I I believe I, I this could have been uh broken by Mugen Train, but I still believe this is the most amount of nations that an anime film has appeared in theaters at 92. Uh, oh wow. I think Mugen Train might have broken that, but I couldn't actually find any data for exactly how many countries uh, that movie had premiered in theatrically. Anyway, uh, the movie itself was made on a budget of five hundred, or excuse me, five point six two million U.S. dollars, not adjusted for inflation, and has at least as of the time of this recording had a worldwide box office of three hundred and fifty-eight million one hundred eighty thousand one hundred fifteen U.S. dollars. Wow. That is a hell of a return. That is a well, massive I mean, return. Jesus. Well, for a lot of Makoto Shinkai films, they're not very uh like action intense or like need like a mm-hmm. lot of budget. So I'm not That's shocked true. that it didn't cost that much to produce the film. Like I'm pretty sure a million of the dollars of that budget probably went to like the soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, probably. Well, not because like, me. music uh, licensing, music licensing and stuff is pretty expensive. So yeah. Um, and then it has the film has a total runtime of 107 minutes. 30 minutes of those are fucking useless at the very beginning. I mean, what? <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, we'll get to that. But okay, so now that all that's out of the way, let's talk about the art and animation because Jesus Christ, it's Makoto Shinkai. It looks gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy like a lot of Makoto Shinkai. He loves focusing on background art, and mm-hmm. it's just it brings so much life and vitality into a story. When it's good background art. And as always, it fucking looks beautiful. Yeah. It, like, even the small details, right? Like, the tiny, tiny details that you see in the background, they just fucking pop. And I absolutely love the way it looks. Like, so you see two, like, two different cities in this uh, movie. You see Tokyo, and then you see Izumori, which is actually a fictional place. Uh, Both of them, like, they look very distinct, um, and I love the way that they use background art to like distinguish the two places. Well, like when they show um, the the apartments for like the characters and stuff, it looks really well lived in. You know, there's a lot of uh, yes, there are a lot of things put into the rooms to like tell you a little bit about the character. Like here are things that they like, here are color schemes that they like, here are maybe dreams and aspirations that they have, and it. It's just, it's beautiful. It, it all, it's all just like what I expect of Makoto Shinkai, which is like show, don't tell. And I, I yeah. just, I love that style of storytelling. And mm. there were a couple of like weird shots that they do like two, like it's, they pan very weirdly in a couple of scenes. So I was just like, I was wondering who was doing the cinematography, but if it was Makoto Shinkai, I, I mean, it just looked kind of weird. It's like a it's a 2D JPEG that's like being panned like it's 3D. It, it, it was a little bit iffy. There's only two parts in the movie where that happens that I noticed that I was just like, eh, kind of looks weird, but okay. It's funny that you mention that because I think I know the exact scenes you're thinking about. And Makoto Shinkai has actually used that a couple of times in his movies, but it's looked better in every other movie that he's done. Yeah, it was it was a weird continuity thing with me. Like not really continuity, but it was a weird uh, experience because I was like. Usually, I understand why the pan effect was used. Like, it's to, you know, emphasize certain things. But at the same time, it just looked weird to me. I, I don't know. I don't know about you, I mean, John, but, like, 
it was great for me. I, I again, I just watched it, so I haven't had too much time to process it, digest it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but overall, I was in love with the visuals, especially the background art. I was amazed. I was blown away. I was just like, "Holy shit! This is just—it's eye porn. It really is." I just loved really staring is. at it, it. Yeah, like it is. I—I I think your name was like the first, if not the first, like probably the best one. Uh, at drawing normies to anime, right? Like there were people yes. watching your name that don't watch anime. I know my parents of, watch this. Yeah, <laughs> I know a bunch of people in my life that don't watch anime that watched your name because, like, oh, this is Japanese film that everyone's talking about, and it, it's like a cultural phenomenon. But yeah. uh, you know, uh, beautiful use of color schemes too. Um, great job, Makoto Shinkai. <laughs> you always know how to make things look fucking pretty. I give you that and pop, <laughs> but. I definitely, uh, um, when I watch this movie, I I have something called hyperversion. I don't like watching things that people, everyone talks about. Like, if I don't discover it by myself, and I have to watch it because other people are like, oh, you need to watch it, I'm a lot more critical of the movie. Especially since I knew it was Makoto Shinkai. I was like, I love five centimeters per second. Mm-hmm. I think you're, you're experiencing that right now with the current anime season, too. <laughs> I, I'm not going to talk about that anime. <laughs> not on this one. I'm not going to stain Makoto Shinkai's legacy with that stupid anime. <laughs> and you know what? We're, we're going to definitely criticize this movie a little bit coming up, but whatever criticisms we can level at Makoto Shinkai's like newest works, I think one thing that is pretty much uh, can be said about all of his works, like it's like a through line through all the stuff that he's ever done. Regardless of the narrative quality, it's always looking beautiful. And this 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 film is, is no different. Yeah, and... um. I mean, if you've watched enough Makoto Shinkai films, they all kind of bleed together, right? But I would definitely say that your name has been inspired by a bunch of his previous works. Definitely. Yeah. Like, they, it takes... Sure. And, and he builds on it. And it doesn't make for a bad story at all, in my opinion. One thing I can say as a criticism for, like, art and animation is the character designs don't, like, really stick with me like really yeah they just seem very plain they're very basic oh yeah they are and i don't know if that's like a um a conscious decision on makoto shinkai's part it's like he wants them to be like the every man or the every woman like they don't stand out which is fine but it also makes them kind of forgettable as characters too if you don't make their character designs kind of stand out especially if you remember characters they should be standing out a little bit in unique ways (laughs) When the only in, thing in typical, that typical like uh, anime logic, right? Yeah, they have to have like the the main character hair. <laughs> yeah, they have to have like brightly colored hair, like fucking like a Yu Gi Oh. Like you know the main character in Yu Gi Oh. Look at his fucking hair. I think that Makoto Shinkai went with like wanting to make them average because it's you know it's it's a slice of life rom com is what it, it really is. is what it boils down to, and it's supposed to be like yeah. atypical, right? Like. Yeah. You've got the story of uh oh we'll talk about that later actually. <laughs> yeah. Um but speaking of atypical, uh let's let's talk about the sound and the scoring a little bit. Oh um, please. Radwimps. Uh so the, the a lot of the uh, mu- in fact all of the music um in your name was composed by uh Yojiro Noda who is the lead vocalist of the Japanese rock band Radwimps. Um and the band itself uh performs a great deal of the music that you hear in the movie. Uh fucking phenomenal soundtrack. Huh. Oh yeah, like um 
I wasn't kidding when I, I honestly think they spent like a million dollars on the just the the sound contract to get Rad I Wimps wouldn't to be make surprised. music. Like I don't know who owns Rad Wimps's music. It might be Sony Music because Sony Music owns like sixty percent of music in Japan. <laughs> Sony owns a lot. They're a big music company yeah. still in Japan and I guess overseas too. But um, yeah. I, but I loved every single song. Like. In the very first, like, five minutes, they do the anime trailer for, the, like, the mm-hmm. beginning of... Like, I, I swear the very first five minutes of the of uh, Your Name is the trailer that they released for everyone to see. But It really... Like actually, it was. I watched it, and I'm like, this is just the trailer. I was like, is, right? is it playing it the, trailer the trailer beforehand? I was really confused, but then I'm like, no, this is the opening to the movie. I'm like, so they put the opening to the movie as the trailer, Okay, like yeah. I don't mind, and, but weird. But they have a lot of different Radwimp songs. It's not just like the because with a lot of movies, they they usually will have like one main song that will be mm-hmm. played like maybe three or four times, and then there'll be like a slow rendition of it or something. Not with not with your name. Uh, they have all unique songs for each of the scenes, like during the opening sequence, during the montage, during the ending, during the uh the climax. Like all of it is like original songs. Which I really liked. Not to mention another uh, great way, thing went... is all of them actually blended together with the scenery beautifully. With whatever scene was happening, it was tailor made for it, and it was amazing. Like you definitely noticed it, but it added to the scene rather than detract from it. Uh, I went and looked it up for you, John. Uh, Rad Wimps is signed under EMI Music. Not so. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just curious. Since you brought it up, I got curious myself. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I just made a guess because I was like, well, if 60% of music is owned by uh, Sony, then... Yeah. It was a good guess. <laughs> it was a very good guess. I also love the but, fact uh, that uh, yeah, his I... name is Noda as well. My nickname! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with both of you. Like, Shinoda, you said it. the The soundtrack just kind of flows with everything that you see on screen, um, and I feel like that was definitely a um, a conscious decision on the part of both Radwimps and Makoto Shinkai to just have the 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 music flow with both the action and like the dialogue and everything that the characters are doing on screen. It shows. Uh, I think it's one of the best soundtracks or scores that's ever been put out there for an anime movie. Now. Counter to this, though, I, I think the uh, sound design and the, the sound effects throughout the movie, though, are pretty tame. It's very atypical. Mm. There's nothing really unique about it. Um, they don't use a lot of sound effects outside of, like, there's always a song playing in mm. Your Name. Because, you know, you want to use music to evoke emotions and stuff like that. But when it does have scenes where it doesn't have music and it just has, like, stock sound effects... It's, they stand out. Yeah, it, it, to me, it was just like, yeah, they they were there. You made you made a thing make a sound. It sounds like the thing. Now that's not it to say it's bad or anything. It's not, but it is very much just background noise that you've heard before. If you watched any other anime movie, even shows, you'll be like, yeah, okay, I've I've heard the sound before. It's not a bad thing necessarily, but. It doesn't pop yeah, out either. I just feel like if they were going to spend so much time on the the music scoring, then they could have put a little bit more effort into making like better sound effects and just making it feel more lived in 
the world, I'd say, because they, yeah, because Makoto Shinkai does a fucking phenomenal job making the world feel lived in that we're just an outsider. We're literally just watching like, like God watching his children. (laughs) Like we're just there in their world watching them. And with that much, like amount of uh, attention to detail, you'd, you would assume that you'd do it to the sound effects as well to make the world feel even more lived in. But you know, you got to cut where you got to cut. Right. So, yeah. Can I tell you one sound effect that really stood out to me? And I, I don't know if it's for the right reason. <laughs> um, you know, that scene where they're make I, I forget what it's actually called, but the spit socket. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> That's that, that scene where you actually hear the spit come out. I'm like, there's no way that that's a stock sound. That that sounds like they actually made the voice actress spit up into a cup. I honestly, it made me think of like, they probably got like a bottle of Kewpie, like Japanese mayonnaise, and just started squirting it out into a box <laughs> or a cup <laughs> oh, or something. It, that's what I it don't sounds know. like. It's something, yeah, it's a little. something about that sound effect I hear. It seems, it's a little much. <laughs> I'll be honest, when I was watching it, I was like, Oh, that's where this is from. I didn't realize this was yeah, from your everyone, name. I was just like, oh. Everyone memes that image. Like, I've seen it so much uh, for all these years, but I didn't realize it was from your name. So I was like, holy shit, I, I, I see it. I've seen it. I was just happy to see it. I didn't even realize about the sound. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when you actually see the source of memes sometimes and see how, like, tame they are. Um... But all that said, uh, shall we move on to the actual things that we have a lot of issues with, or at least me and John do? I don't know about Shinoda. I have feelings. Shinoda probably doesn't, because, well, everyone has feelings. This mi- <laughs> this movie... Oh, I have feelings. I... Alright, let's, let's talk... It's a slice of life rom-com that revolves around body swap, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that in the trailer. They they exposit for about five minutes before the main characters realize, eh, we're actually body swapping. It's not a dream. And it's like, okay, they cool. have that gag where he like touches the tits and like, yeah, it's a body swap. I mean, very very tame, right? And I'm fine with that. I I love slice of life. I love rom com. So I'm okay with this premise. It's been done before. But I'm like, well, well, where's Makoto Shinkai going to lead us? You know, he, he's a yeah. very good director and writer. So take us on a journey, you funny man. Yeah. And it's a cute story about a countryside girl who just wants to move to the big city and a city slicking boy who is just tired of the hustle and bustle. Right. And it's it's a cute. Right. It's, it, it's cute. Uh, their meet cute is like the whole realizing they're body swapping and they're sending messages to each other. I like that premise, right? It's like, um, mm. has anyone ever seen The Lake House? I have. No. Yeah, the original Korean one or the uh, Il Mare? Well, I've seen, the, I've seen the American remake. Oh, with Keanu? That one's good, though. Yeah. Yeah, the, the American remake. It's a pretty good remake. Yeah. So, uh, Il Mare, as I recall, that's what it was called. The the Lake House. Um, you know, they they only can communicate through letters. And for whatever reason, they can only communicate through, like, written means. And it's like... It's cute, right? It's a it's a very cute premise. I've seen it before, but I like it. And then the story kind of like takes a dive in the first 30 minutes after like the first So after the first 5 of like the whole introduction thing, they have 30 minutes of like exposition that mean nothing. And it's literally like watching a slice of life like anime episode. Yeah. It's literally what it is. It, it felt like I was watching a 30 minute like anime episode and I was just like this is all right. Um, I'm not like everything is 
so tame and stereotypical thus far. Like, it's just, mm. oh, they, they body swap, they leave notes for each other, they're just living each other's lives while pretending to be the other person, and like, oh, okay, that's cute, ha 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 ha, you know? And we don't really learn any new information, we kind of just watch them do stuff. It was literally and a montage. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. There is a section where they do a, a montage. And again, we're going to watch this montage and it's got a beautiful fucking song Radwimps is singing in the background. But nothing of like importance was actually told to you in this first third of the movie. And then like the second third and the last third of the movie happen and that's where the actual movie is. <laughs> and it made yeah. me think back and go like, Wait, what the fuck was the point of the first 30 minutes then? Because it had nothing to do with the end. I feel like the first 30 minutes is literally just an excuse to set up, like, a couple of montages to show off a great Radwimp song and the ability of Comics Wave Films to, like, pull off Makoto Shinkai's vision of art. Yeah, like, I just feel like the first third in the movie was not crucial to the plot of the actual movie, and they could have utilized it a lot better. Um... To explain a bunch or of this stuff. shortened it immensely. I don't think they should have shortened it. I never want people to shorten their their movie stuff. Like, the more runtime you get, the better, in my opinion. You know, like, let's watch the director's cut of Lord of the Rings. Five hours. Let's go. Like Five hours? <laughs> you weakling. You watch the whole thing in one go. 24 hours. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If only, dude. If only. I've done it. But, um... <laughs> because... I, the more screen time you get, the more you can put into there, right? And with Makoto yeah. Shinkai, I, I expected him to be a lot more, um, not, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I expect Makoto Shinkai to show, not tell you stuff. And mm-hmm. it just seems like, I, I hate handholding in anime. I, I like to think about things. I like to, like, watch things and make connections on my own. I don't like being told explicitly stuff. Like, you mean like when you're reading Overlord? Yeah, like when I'm reading Overlord. <laughs> um, but yeah, unlike other Makoto Shinkai films, he has a lot of explicit explanation for story plot points in this movie, and yeah, he just outright tells you them. Like he doesn't show you nothing. He doesn't have an example of it, and he doesn't like breadcrumb you. And to me, I, this is why I feel like, uh, like I said before, we got onto this from our last movie review. Everyone's going to hate me for saying this, but it needs to be said. This is your name is not Makoto Shinkai's best fucking work. Like, no, it's it's not. It's really not. I'll agree there's to glaring that. Glaring plot holes. The, uh, there's glaring plot holes. There's uh, problems with the characters. I have a lot of problems with like both the uh, main characters because like th- there's just I'm trying not to spoil it so much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could go off on a 30-minute tirade about, like, the problems with the characters alone. But it just seems like Makoto Shinkai... I, I get that this is more of a mass appeal thing. Like, not everyone wants to watch, like, a Satoshi Kone movie, right? <laughs> yeah, where you're actually forced to think about it, like, for every single frame that you see. And I feel like uh, with Makoto Shinkai and how he's evolved as a writer, he's realized that... If I'm going to make a story like this, I might have to just tell people some things sometimes. But that doesn't mean you can't just breadcrumb there, too, though. Like, there was no breadcrumbing for certain plot points that just, to me, just really fucking irked me. And I was just like, what? Like, they never answer it, and they just tell you straight up, well, this is why. And it's like, oh. And they hand wave wave a lot of stuff, too. 
especially later in the film. And like, uh, not to spoil anything, obviously, but there is a twist that comes around the midpoint of the movie. And it's a good twist, but the more you think about it, the more you think, like, if you just hand wave it, which the movie tries to do, it's like, okay, cool. Now we move on and we try and solve this twist. But the more I think about it, the more I think, there are some glaring plot holes with this twist. I mean, there is a little bit of setup for that. Um, the grandma talks about it a little bit. So I, I can forgive that for the plot twist. But there are other things that I can't forgive <laughs> that I really wish I could talk about. But that's for an actual, like, spoiler cast, spoiler cast, which this is not. This is just a no. spoiler-free review for the five people who have not seen your name yet. <laughs> five people. No, no, who have it's never four people seen now. Your name. Oh, it's four people okay, now. Yeah, I forgot. Chinoda finally watched it. Chinoda finally fucking watched um, it. I will say it's again hot off the presses, but I have to agree. The first like thirty to forty minutes of the film, it, it was it was fun. I I suppose, but. Barely, barely connects to the next part of the film, which is which is a shame. Mm. I really did enjoy the parts they gave, but it felt like almost two separate films, and I really didn't like yeah. that. I'm like, I, I yeah, saw because, the connection; like, it was there. They set it up, but it was weak. Yeah, and that was the biggest disappointment. Yeah, because the first third of the film, the first 30, 40 minutes, uh, is here's your point of interest, right? Uh, it, this mm-hmm. this story follows the traditional uh, method of storytelling, the three-act structure. And your first third of your movie is going to be, the uh, here's the point of interest, and this is why you should be interested in the movie. And it's going to do a lot of like storytelling, exposition, stuff like that. And it Makoto Shinkai just plays it off as like, oh yeah, it's just your stereotypical boy meets girl meet cute rom-com except with body swap and it's like okay that's fine like that's again nothing new it's not something i haven't seen before and it's like whatever and then you have the uh the rising action and then the climax which have like no they don't relate back to the first third at all so you're like wait what because <laughs> that was interesting though i i give it that makoto shinkai uh when he the the second third of the movie and the last part of the movie the rising action and the climax i'm just gonna call it that it was extremely interesting mm. i i really liked the story there i just feel yeah. like the first the it's uh, just the setup that you didn't like yeah because the setup makes no i i want to talk about it so bad <laughs> i'm trying really hard not to spoil this movie for the four people who haven't seen it <laughs> i also like so again not to spoil anything but there is like a almost like an attempt to set up a love triangle, which goes fucking nowhere too. Yeah, like there's a lot of I, I want to call them red herrings, but there's a lot of things that seem like they'd be important plot points because there's emphasis on it at the very beginning, and then they just we never circle back to it ever. I feel like the thing with the senpai at his work is 100% a red herring. Not only that, like there's um with Tessie and uh the other girl. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. They did. Yeah, there's a lot of like points where I'm like, oh, is this Makoto Shinkai breadcrumbing us? Is this him doing some shit in the background? And I'm like, oh, this is the interesting stuff that Makoto Shinkai always does. Doesn't go anywhere. Nothing. Yeah. The whole plot point with the dad being a politician. Nothing. Yeah. You know the whole um, because I 
I get that it's being used to convey background information. Like we learn, um, you know, like the whole politician and the corruption thing. Like they, but then they, they, he explicitly says that to us. Like I, I gathered that much information on my own, Makoto Shinkai, and then you go right around and says, "Hey, political corruption." Hmm. And I'm just hey, like, "Hey, political corruption, I, small town." I, I gathered that based off of the actions of the politician and the the construction company. I got that already, yeah, dude. Like, literally in the, the like in his the first time that the father is introduced and you see him like doing his political campaigning and shit. Like I get it. You're showing me someone who's become so like despondent and corrupt by the position that he's in because he's held it so long. Like I got it. You didn't have to like explicitly tell me that 15 minutes later. Yeah. And then to have that have no bearing at all on the actual ending. <laughs> this is like why did you set this up? <laughs> like what yeah, you spent like 15 minutes going into this and then did nothing with it. Why? And and, and I just I get that it was just for background, but it's like you could have better used your time here, Makoto Shinkai. You could have developed yeah. like you could have shown us more of uh, the relationship between the MCs. You could have done more about like trying to link back to like the actual rising action and climax of the film. There was so much more I would have done with the first thirty minutes, other than this stupid fifteen minutes of like just <laughs> nothing, nothingness. I feel like I almost feel like the more I think about this, because I've rewatched this movie, I think five or six times now, maybe even more. The more I think about it, the more I, I wonder. I wonder if this story would have been better if it had actually been given even more runtime, and it actually felt like a fleshed out world. So, like, you make me make it like a ten episode anime series, and that way you could actually explore the relationships developing and go into like how like the corrupt politician father is like holding this this main character down. I feel like if you'd had more time to explore that and and tie all of these relationships into like the main premise of the story and the main twist that you find in it at the midpoint like i feel like it would have been better yeah i i mean i think your name would be very successful as a 10 episode anime to be honest like that's a lot of uh that's first of all that'd be like about what an equivalent of 200 minutes of runtime right for a movie 200 to 230 yeah which is like almost that's double that's double of the actual runtime of the movie which means yeah. we would have had <coughs> the perfect amount of like um, exposition for everything and explain plot, plot points a lot better. And mm-hmm. but it's just like maybe I, I maybe Makoto Shinkai was crunched for time and he had to like just listen. This happened and it's it's happening. You just deal with it because he didn't have enough time. Maybe that's don't why. ask questions. Let's move on. <laughs> right, and it's just like I don't know. I, I want. I want to like this movie because everyone else says it's really great, but I'm just so mm-hmm. cynical and like critical of it because everyone else told me it was so great. And then I watch it's it and I'm just like, it's not as great as people say it is. It's frustrating for me because having seen his previous work, especially something like five centimeters per second, which we have also reviewed and you should go check that out if you haven't. Um, I know that he can write better than this. I know that he can. Because we've seen it. I know that he can write better than this with a, a shorter runtime. Yeah. And, um, which, you know, I, I want to like this movie. I really do. I do too. I want to like it. I, I love the idea of your name more than I actually like your name, which is, is just sad. And it, like I said, I've rewatched this multiple times now, and it feels like a movie. When I first watched this in theaters, 
Um, I, I loved it. I gave it like a 10 out of 10. I praised the hell out of it. I thought like, man, this is one of the best, if not the best anime movie I've ever seen. And then as I've rewatched it a couple of times over the years, every single time I rewatch it, I like it less and less. Yikes. <laughs> and see, I was already critic. This is my, so, uh, I rewatched it yesterday and this is my second time watching the film. So these are opinions I've already had of the film when it was released, when I watched it the first time. Because again, like I said, I, I came into this hot. Because of my hype aversion, I have to be critical of something. If you tell me something's amazing and I watch it and it doesn't fucking knock my socks off, man, are you in, bad, in for a fucking bad fucking time. Because <laughs> I will criticize the fuck out of your show and you will hate me for it. <laughs> Just ask the people in our Discord server. Oh, man, I can't wait for them to, to hear this episode. And be like, what the fuck? Why, 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 I can't believe you'd say this about me. It's such a good film. It's like, it's really not. It's a good film. I, I don't think it's a bad film at all. I think it's a good film. It's just not as great as you think it is. It's also not Makoto Shinkai's best work, as we've stated. Yeah, and like you look at any fucking blog post, they're like Makoto Shinkai's best anime work. And I'm like, just like commercially, I would say it is his best work because it's the most successful. It's commercially the most successful thing he's ever done. But in terms of writing, in terms of like storytelling, it could be a lot better. It could be a lot better yeah and i think that's the biggest tragedy of your name that it could be better (laughs) it's not (laughs) which is not to say that again i didn't enjoy it like uh i i rated this movie in all in my honest opinion what i'd rate this movie is uh, probably a seven out of ten it's not a bad film Mm. but i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten purely because radwimps is such an awesome band and i love the soundtrack so much but honestly, pick up the pick up the soundtrack to your name because even listening to it by itself, fucking phenomenal. It music. really is. Yeah. Um, I think I would uh, give it probably eight out of ten as well, just because again, like not the strongest writing, but the visuals, mm-hmm. the soundtrack really, really makes up for it. It carries it hard, I will say. Um it's definitely worth the watch. Definitely worth showing uh, your friends and family. I-, I would say go for it. For sure. Yeah. I, it's definitely a great uh, movie to show people who necessarily aren't anime fans uh, to maybe get them into the medium. Uh, I will say that. Um, I'm going to be a little bit more harsh than the two of you. I gave it a 7 out of 10, mostly because like I've seen this so many times, and the more I watch it, the more I, I see new plot holes, I see new issues that I have <laughs> with it, and it's like, I, I just, maybe I need to watch this like 10 more times, and it'll finally be a 5 out of 10. No, it's because uh, you had to talk to me, and I started opening up the plot holes. My cynicism got to yeah. you. All right, no one talked to John ever about stuff. Just get yeah, recommendations we never talk to John from him. Ever That's about all. The things that we love. John, you can never ever talk to me about Spice and Wolf ever. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you about Spice and Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, no. at this part where Lawrence. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the uh, effect I have on anime and people. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. That's our uh, review for Makoto Shinkai's uh, Your Name. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear what some people say. Like, How dare you criticize this film? It literally made me oh, pregnant. We're going <laughs> to get reamed it's fine. If people, It's fine if you love it and you think it's a perfect 10 out of 10 show, man. I'm just expressing my problems with the show. 
And mm. again, like I said, I gave it an eight out of ten, more of a seven out of ten, really. But I gave it that extra point because of how much I like rad wimps. That's a bias right there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, but in all fairness, the music is that good. Yeah, and this is definitely a movie that I'd, I'd recommend people watch. Like, this is an anime movie that if it was a bad movie or a, a not-so-great movie, I'd be like, yeah, take it or leave it, right? Like, um, I don't know, some other generic anime show here. And <laughs> I can't think of one right now where I'd be like, yeah, take it or leave it. A whisker away. You could watch it. You could not. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. Like that one is not something that'd be like it's a cultural phenomenon. But your name, I'd say I'd definitely say if you've never seen your name, definitely check it out. Like regardless of my criticisms of the show, of the writing of Makoto Shinkai, I think mm-hmm. it's still a great film. Uh, again, I love the rising action and I love the finale, the climax and the finale. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, that being said, our next movie review is going to be chosen by John himself, so I can't wait to see what he eviscerates next. What are we reviewing next, John? We're going to watch Bell, because I have not seen it. Hey, same. Uh, nor have I. Oh, shit. So, we're yeah. going in blind. Okay, exciting. Uh, yeah, we're all, we are all literally going in blind for this. Though, so, I will uh, say, we'll be reviewing... not completely blind because of who the director is. That's true. So this is uh, Mamoru Hosoda's newest movie. Came out, I believe, at the, yeah, the end of uh, 2021, uh, beginning of 2022 here in North America. Um, so yeah, it'll be a brand new experience for me. I have yet to see it. Um, so look forward to that when uh, we do it probably in about a month or so. Um, unless you guys have anything else to say, I was going to wrap it up here. Uh, any closing thoughts on your name? Good movie. Go watch it. I'm probably going <laughs> to buy the Blu-ray. Not going to lie. <laughs> I already own the Blu-ray. I bought a Blu-ray just for it at Otakon. There we go. All right. Well, thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. You can check out our merch store. Any purchases you make there do really, really help us out. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Come on.